In the news today, an update on the three separate shootings in Albany Monday night into Tuesday morning. Today, New York State officially raising the legal age to buy tobacco and e-cigarettes from 18 to 21. There's an awful lot of veterans buried here. They don't deserve this, and they're laying in a hayfield. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Get ready for a wet Wednesday. From showers this morning to some thunderstorms opening up this afternoon, you always want to have an eye to the sky and have that umbrella handy. Now, it's not soaking rain all day long, but when those spotty showers develop over your neighborhood or wherever you are, there's an easy chance it opens up with some soaking rain. Any of those downpours can limit visibility. Driving around town could get tough at times when you catch yourself underneath that downpour. Today, it's warm to a high of 84 degrees, but it's especially humid. It's not really the focus on the warmth, but more so the humidity. And as the remnants of Barry come in today, tonight, and through tomorrow morning, this is where, again, that humidity acts as a trigger for all the heavy rain. It's still going to be a soaker at times tonight, we can't rule out a strong thunderstorm or two. Now, I think it'll be isolated in nature, but we can't rule out the chance for one or two of those strong storms to turn severe, mainly south of Albany. As you plan for tomorrow morning, we'll still have some showers likely in the morning, a high of only 80, a rain-cooled 80, but humidity continues, and then we add in the hot factor. Friday, a high of 93, warms to 95 on Saturday, and that's a high of 92 come Sunday. Now, as you make plans for the weekend, we're dry Friday, we're dry Saturday, and we're mostly dry Sunday. You just can't rule out a shower or thunderstorm late in the afternoon Sunday. It warrants watching. And then actually cooling down back towards the lower 80s Monday and Tuesday with only a chance for a couple of showers come Monday. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Stay updated today, stay weather aware, and here's today's headlines. Yeah, we're still following that in breaking news along the north way this morning. Nicole has more on that. Yeah, a serious accident closing northbound lanes from exit 17 through exit 19. Southbound is getting by, but a major backup really on both sides. This is due to an accident involving a tractor trailer. We're still working to get more information on the details of the accident. But we do know if you're heading northbound anywhere in Warren County, Lake George, Queensbury, anything north of that, you're going to run into some significant traffic. And of course, because all of the traffic being diverted off at 17N Route 9, also seeing some backups as well. Keep that in mind as you head out the door this morning. In the news today, an update on the three separate shootings in Albany Monday night into Tuesday morning. Police have arrested five people for hindering that investigation. Yesterday morning, as officers were standing near a car inside a Myrtle Avenue parking garage, that car being held as evidence, a woman approached them claiming that her car had been shot at and she needed help. As the officer spoke to her, Two other women drove up next to the car in evidence and grabbed a bag with three loaded handguns out of the trunk and tried to get rid of it. The shooters still haven't been arrested. The investigation is ongoing. We'll keep you updated. First of three public hearings in Troy about the future of its sanctuary city status drew a large crowd on both sides. Council President Carmelo Mantello proposing a referendum to change the city's charter to prohibit city council from making it a sanctuary city in the future. It comes after the city council approved the so-called FACT Act in a 4-3 to three vote, but it was vetoed by Mayor Patrick Madden. About 75 people showed up to the Lansingburg meeting to express their concerns or support for that referendum. The man convicted of kidnapping and torturing someone in the basement of his Gloversville home has now been sentenced. A jury convicting Delaney Akins of torturing the man for more than 12 hours while holding him captive in his home on James Street last August. The victim was able to escape after several days. Akins will spend 20 years to life in prison.
And a heads up for people living in a certain part of Cohoes, hydrant and water valve repairs will be made from Park Avenue to 3rd Street between Rensselaer Avenue and Hudson Avenue. And that starts at 7 this morning. If you live in that area, you may notice little to no water pressure until the job is finished. New York State officials raising the legal age to buy tobacco and e-cigarettes from 18 to 21. The new law will take effect in November. Health officials praising the legislation saying it will prevent another generation from becoming addicted to tobacco. More than $39 million in federal funding will help to bring broadband internet to rural homes and businesses in upstate New York. Senator Chuck Schumer making that announcement yesterday. Broadband coming to more than 15,000 locations across the state. Some of the local counties that will see this change include Schoharie, Fulton, Rensselaer, and Schenectady. Senator Schumer says rural access to broadband internet is pivotal in building the economies of the future. And new details this morning in the Woodstock 50s quest for a venue, the Vernon Town Planning Board has, quote, once and for all denied organizers the permit for the festival to be held at the Vernon Downs Harness Track. Now, despite this being their third denial for the venue, organizers say they plan on reapplying again today. The anniversary festival is set to take place in less than a month. And happening today, the Stratton VA in Albany will be holding an open house, welcoming all local veterans. Tours will be offered, highlighting key areas of care. The open house will focus on services including prosthetics, cancer treatment services, and pharmacy services. The open house goes from 4 until 7 this evening. The International Space Station getting a special delivery straight from the Capital Region. An experiment led by the research team at RPI is being sent to the ISS with the help of NASA. Of course, the experiment focusing on studying fluid dynamics that could help better understand serious diseases like diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Experts say the best way to properly conduct this type of study is to examine it in a microgravity environment. And today, the New York State Racing Association is welcoming track fans to learn more about the Saratoga Springs community during Saratoga Visit Day. Fans will be able to enjoy a variety of activities and displays throughout the day, including art from the Saratoga Art District and a vintage car courtesy of the Saratoga Automobile Museum. This begins at 11 o'clock this morning. And hey, you remember that Escape from Dannemora series on Showtime directed from Ben Stiller? The series about David Matt and uh, David Sweat and Richard Matt's escape from that correctional facility? Well, it drew critical acclaim, and now it's been nominated for a bunch of Emmy Awards, nominated for Best Limited Series, and Benicio Del Toro, Patricia Arquette have been nominated for Best Lead Actor and Actress in a Limited Series, plus Paul Dano up for Best Supporting Actor. How cool is that? This morning's Giving on 10 comes to us from the Saratoga County Animal Shelter. The shelter would like to thank everyone who donated their money and time to help a local injured kitten start his recovery. The shelter says Soldier the cat is recovering well now. The little guy was found badly injured in Clifton Park last week. He had severe injuries to his face and neck, but we're told he no longer needs pain medication and his condition is greatly improved. If you know of someone helping someone else, giving back in some way, helping the community, let us know about it. We'd love to share these stories. Send the information and a picture to news at news10.com through our email or put it on our social media pages and use that hashtag giving on 10 and we'll get it on air and online for you. Uh, you can see the purple flowers. Chris White takes us on a walking tour through one of Albany's oldest cemeteries. Located on busy Crumkill Road in Albany, the Evangelical Protestant Church Cemetery, established in 1867, is now overgrown with tall grass. The grass is so tall that it can't even support itself. There's an awful lot of 
veterans buried here. They don't deserve this, and they're laying in a hayfield. Along, I mean, everyone else. Who is supposed to be responsible for this, in your opinion? In my opinion, whoever holds the note for, for owning the properties, which would be the church. Chris is talking about the current owners of this old church, which sits at 82 Clinton Street in Albany. The church and its cemetery had long ago been founded by German immigrants. The deeds office now lists the current owner as a religious organization called Healing from Heaven Friends. In searches, we found little about the organization, but we did find a man on Facebook who was asking for donations to help rebuild the church. Chris claims the man is the church's pastor. I was told, uh, I think it was July 2nd or 3rd, the city will come in here and mow the grass, charge him, and fine him. Now, that has not happened. We went to the church and found the doors locked. I don't know how you actually uh, charge and fine uh, a religious organization, but something needs to be done. Chris has started a blog to help drum up support for the cemetery. He remains disgusted that a historic place in Albany would be treated so poorly. In Albany, Anya Tucker, News 10 ABC. Do you enjoy starting the day with a wake-up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to newsend.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.